0: Alert! 654, It's
1: time for the Unsolicited Advice Podcast. With over 20 years' experience talking smack to each other and good at cracking cold ones in talking football, this is your favorite source for fantasy football wisdom. And now, here's your hosts, Charlie and Bryce. Gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryson. As always, I am Bryson with me today. I'm
0: Charlie.
1: You are Charlie. Charlie, it's official.
0: It is official.
1: Frank watch
0: is officially over. Your watch has ended.
1: His time has come to an end. He's been cooked like a turkey. What's another saying like that? Well, like, that's not a saying. Well, <laughs> so like, all right, so then how would you describe, what, what, what saying would you have? Glenn? Um, like cooked like a turkey sounds pretty good. I mean,
0: I mean that, sure. People say that because it's like what you do to it. It's not a, it's not like a phrase. Cooked though. like a ham? No. No. Cooked like a country biscuit? No. Nah.
1: <laughs> Should I just keep filling in? <laughs> Things there,
0: uh, his goose is cooked. That's, there, there that's the phrase. Go. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's a good one. That's
1: a good one. Oh uh, uh,
0: yeah.
1: All right, Charlie. Uh, well, I'm
0: happy we got this started with with usnism. That's right. right. off the bat. That's right. Bryce, let's talk some football. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. All
1: right, Charlie. Uh, as we stated, uh, Frank Watch is officially over. Um. Charlie, it made some history. Um, Frank Reich. That doesn't sound good. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. So, um, Urban Meyer fired after... Can you guess how many weeks?
0: I thought it was uh,
1: week 15, wasn't it? You said, well, you said, I think, 15. It was actually 13. Week 13, he was fired. Uh, Frank Reich fired after week 11. Uh, Charlie... Uh, Frank Reich made history cause he is the, uh, I don't know how to phrase this, but he
0: least is tenured coach. I would
1: since 1947 mm. and that was back when they didn't play 17 games. <laughs> <Yikes. clears throat> oh, So yeah, it's bad. Um, I don't know, Charlie. There's just, I'm like, you know, I'm all on Twitter just trying to soak in as much information. There's just so much out there. And there was so much wrong with the situation. I don't love in-season fires last year. You know, we were at the Niners game and then they fired Matt Rule after. I I could understand that. Unfortunately, I can understand this one because it feels like, you know, the main thing is this. You have to protect Bryce Young. And like, you invested so much in him. And if you feel like he's getting worse or not being protected, you have to protect him because he is an asset to this organization. Whether you believe he's the franchise quarterback or not, you still have to give him a chance here. I still believe he's a franchise quarterback. I do. I really do. I think you have to give him a better chance here. And I think after hearing all these things, you know, Charlie, I'll, I'll mention a couple of things. It, it sounded like early on in the season, uh, Frank Reich wanted Bryce Young. To call plays from a wrist, uh, wrist, wristband, wristband. Thank you. Um, Bryce Young didn't want to do that. Bryce Young wanted to hear the plays in his helmet and then repeat them out loud. Apparently this was a major cause. This gone back and forth was a major cause of some of the early season issues with plays getting off on time because Frank wasn't calling the plays in fast enough. And Bryce wasn't relaying them fast enough. So it was a huge delay there instead of just calling them from a wristband. Not to mention, it just like, it goes back to, you have to ask the question, did they really want Bryce Young? And I I think everyone did truly believe that Bryce Young was a consensus top player. And I mean, I don't know, you know, I I just, uh, I've gone back and forth on a lot of different things here.
0: And it, it and does, I mean, it, you know, his press conference puts into question whether Bryce Young is who they wanted. Now, no, I think the press conference confirmed
1: that Bryce Young was a consensus pick for everyone in the building. Now,
0: people are going to pick apart what he said though.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now I, you know, I, obviously, the one thing that I will actually give David Tepper credit for today, you know he held his introdu- or he held his press conference today. And the one thing he did actually say, was that at the end of the day the buck stops with him and it was it was nice and somewhat refreshing to finally hear him take at least a little piece of ownership for the dog shit ownership that he's had so far um you know because regardless if you watch the press conference all he wants to do is talk about how great he's made Charlotte and Bank of America Stadium like I'm sorry, but like... And how
0: successful he's been in his other business ventures. Right, like
1: no one cares. We're here to talk about the Panthers, dog. We're not here to talk about the Charlotte Football Club. We're not here to talk about Lionel Messi coming here to Charlotte. We're not talking about Beyonce holding a concert in Bank of America Stadium. We're, We're here, here to here. talk
0: about your 30 and 66 record or whatever it's it is since like, you've been here. There
1: was just like so many other things that was... It just doesn't make any sense. He's... he's He's answering questions like a coach or just not answering the questions at all. He was
0: answering them like Joe Biden, saying a whole lot of words, but really not saying anything. Uh,
1: It just was so frustrating to watch. But, you know, I think it does truly come down to Frank Reich. Frank Reich was a bad hire. And, you know, I've just heard so many things. Frank Reich wouldn't change the offense for Bryce Young. One of the biggest things that Bryce Young did in offense or did in Alabama was the run pass option, the RPOs. Frank Reich refused to put those in the offense, even when asked to do
0: so. Can I uh, add to that? Sure. When Steve Wilkes came over, or when Steve Wilkes took over last year, they pounded the rock with Dante Foreman. He had, like, five 100-yard rushing games, and 70% of the time right now, Bryce Young has been in shotgun. That's Mm -hmm. horrible for a rookie quarterback. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And it just, like— The the Panthers offensive line last year was one of the highest graded run blocking offensive lines in the league, which is why we were such a, everyone thought like, wow, this is going to be such a great offensive line. Well, turns out, Charlie, we're not so good when all we do is drop back and pass the entire time. Not to mention, we don't have the wide receivers to do so. So, you know, I don't want to get off on my tangent, but I do want to kind of wrap it up and say this. There have been several owners in the NFL, Charlie, who have gotten off to absolutely terrible starts. And the one that comes to my mind is your San Francisco 49ers with Jed York, and you know they went through Jim Harbaugh had some good years, just like the Panthers had some good years with Ron Vera. Then they had bad years: <laughs> Jim, Tomsula and Chip Kelly, which is what we've experienced. And there was
0: someone else in there too. Matt that I can't Rule, think of.
1: and we went uh, three,
0: three, and three years, three coaches in three years.
1: And so it just feels like David Tepper, if you plan on having the Carolina Panthers be a successful franchise in the NFL. You need to find a head coach in a new GM. Notice what I'm saying there, Charlie. A new GM. Fitterer's got to go. He's part of the issue. You just need to start fresh at this point. You need to find people that you can work with, find people that you can trust, and you got to let the football people make football decisions. That's what it comes down to, Charlie.
0: He doesn't have a president of football operations by the way i bet that changes
1: i hope so i think we have a lot of really smart people in the front office but you know even again today tepper had 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 to men- just had to mention he's like well no matter what everyone can make the decisions but i have the ultimate power to veto any of those decisions like that's so passive aggressive to to make that statement to people like yeah sure you can make a decision but if i think you're wrong i'm gonna say it and i'm gonna go my way yeah so it's just like it just feels like
0: but also it kind of goes without saying for the most part as an owner
1: yeah right but in the same sense no one's saying that there's no nfl owners like this should have been a press conference for the fucking gm why is our owner Holding this press conference. Where's our GM? Where is he? Do, does he not have a job? Does he do anything anymore? I I, I just don't understand Scott Fitterer's role in this entire thing because it just seems like Fitterer, or sorry, Tepper, and then the head coach, and that's it. Fitterer is like completely skipped over at this point.
0: Well, I have one more comment on on just on that right there. Remember when they did their little quarterback tour last year before the draft? Yeah. David Tepper was there at every single every meeting single one. Yeah, that apparently is completely unheard of that. The owner is on that tour. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: who else has done that? I mean, I <clears throat> I told you on. that last year. It just like, it, it, what I, the only thing I, and I'll wrap this up. The only thing I don't understand, and I would like more clarity on because I would be interested to see what the issues were. I'm glad that we're finally starting to hear Some of the things come out about Frank Reich and how he didn't adapt to what Bryce Young did well. Josh McCown and Deuce Daly were both fired as well. Were they too close to Frank Reich and we didn't feel like we could move on without them? Or were they part of the problem? That is what I'm really curious to hear.
0: One more from me. And it's just a question um, that, you know, we don't have the answer to, but I wonder if the reason why Scott Fitter is not being brought up and David Tepper saying things like, um, I get the ultimate decision. I wonder if Scott Fitter really wanted Steve Wilkes. And Tepper was like, no, we're going Frank Reich. Which it was unbelievable that he mispronounced his name the very first time he said it in this press conference. Yeah, It was pretty... uh, It just kind of showed what what, what the fuck was happening here. Um, But... I wonder if that's a thing. And I wonder if Scott Fitterer has wanted to make decisions or has made decisions, then vetoed. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
1: and then it came yeah. out that they tried to trade up for the number two spot. Right. But the trade fell through.
0: And so that's when he said, you know, so we thought we were going to get Stroud because we thought the Texans would get one and and um get Bryce Young. Right. And, and everyone's picking that apart saying, oh, they wanted Stroud originally. Well— So, I
1: don't know. I I do agree with you. I do think Fitterer has made some good moves, but the Bryce Young move will always be criticized and I criticize it myself because of where Scott Fitterer thought that this roster was ready to roll from day one. Now, if the Panthers turn around and start winning games, I think it points more to Fitterer was correct and Reich really wronged this franchise with how he ran it. But... That is to be determined, and we'll just kind of go from there. So, uh, Charlie, my bad week, kind of going off that, is Bryce Young. It's it's a bad week to be Bryce Young. Um, I think next week could be a good week for him, but he's just so under the spotlight of, oh, well, they didn't really want him. Oh, no, they did want him. And, like, you're at the focal point of all these conversations, and you're just, like, you can't do anything about it. That would be a really shitty place to be in. So, it's a bad week to be Bryce Young.
0: Yeah. Um, you want to do your good week or you want me to go?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a good week to be the Denver Broncos. Had a resounding win. They look good. Their defense looks good. Five-game win streak. Against a very, very tough Cleveland Browns defense now. You could argue there were some things in there. Um, but five-game win streak is a five-game win streak. They That's seem right. Broncos seem to <clears throat> have kind of turned the corner. And, Charlie right now they're in the playoffs.
0: Yes, they are. Uh they are the s- 7. No, actually the Colts are the 7 right now. Are they? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um Well, I was going uh bad week to be Buffalo. Mm, yeah. That was a really tough loss with some really tough calls made and a really just unfortunate last play to miscommunication really. I mean, uh I, I was like jittery. While Lily was like why are you so anxious? I'm like because of the seeding. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. No, I was the same way and I had obviously no dog in right, the race. Right. Right. Um I uh good week to be Green Bay. Mm. They So I heard a Matt LaFleur in his like Wednesday press conference before the Thursday game and um it just sounded like he was defeat like he was talking about the lions and it sounded like he was defeated. Like it sounded like he thought we're, we're fucked. They're we're, they are better than us on every level. And they came out and beat the pants off them, dude. From, from minute one, they just beat up the lions. That was an impressive win. It was, um, I think the Packers <clears throat> and the Packers are now just right in the thick of it mm-hmm. for the playoff hunt. Um, So I'd say it's a good week to be Green Bay to continue the win wins on Thanksgiving. Um, there's some really eerie numbers between Aaron Rodgers and Jordan love and like how they match up and they have the exact same amount of passing yards to through this point in their career or like their first full season as a starter. It's bizarre. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, Green Bay might be a tough out uh, if they continue to play like that. Good divisional win for them.
1: All right, Charlie, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, speaking of that game, let's go ahead and do it. We're going to start there Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving football. We had Packers at the Lions. Thought
0: I gave you a nice segue there. Um,
1: you know, Charlie, two things I want to talk about. First thing, we'll go right off the Packers. Um do we think the Packers are starting to turn the corner? Cause it seems like this year when they came in, they were like, all right, we're just going to throw a bunch of youngsters out there and see what happens. And obviously off to a very rough start, but Charlie Jaden Reed looks good. Christian Watson returned back to form. Um, the, their running game is okay. Um, Jordan love looked good. They had another wide receiver who looked really good in this game. Like what, what, do we see or are the Packers building something? Or is this just a bad game from the Lions?
0: Um one, I I think that Lions defense is bad drum that you've been beating for a while now was exposed. But two, I I think the Packers are going to be right there when it comes to the last week of the season if they're getting a playoff spot or not. Um <clears throat> And frankly, right now, they might have a better shot than Minnesota. Mm. I'm not so sure, like, we'll get into that, but, um, those, th- th- yeah, they, I think they might have turned a corner. Now, this is one good game, and it was a divisional game, so you never know what to expect any given Sunday sort of situation, but technically it was a Thursday because it was Thanksgiving. But yeah. either way, um, yeah, Detroit, and frankly, Jared Goff has not played very well the past few yeah. games. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got a win last week, but he threw three interceptions mm-hmm. and um, had to
1: have a late game comeback,
0: which he did and did it well. But yeah. um,
1: oh, uh, so
0: getting to yeah. my question, are
1: the are the lines frauds? I don't think they're frauds. No, I think, think they're the, frauds? I think they're legitimate. Okay. I do
0: think the lines are legitimate. So just a bad couple of games. Well, or do you even, think this is what's, like what's last crazy? year's
1: Vikings, where the defense is just non-existent and? All they can do is outscore their opponent.
0: Well, what's interesting about the Lions this year versus last year, last year their defense started like shit and finished really strong. And it's been completely vice versa this year. And not completely. I mean, their defense hasn't been stellar by any means all year.
1: Much better in the first half, but I agree with you.
0: Um, But, you know, Detroit's got playmakers that will make plays. It's just... They need to put it all together defensively. <clears throat> um, I do think Green Bay has a shot here to do something.
1: Interesting. All right, Charlie, let's move on here to commanders at Cowboys. Uh, Charlie, this was all Cowboys all day long, um, to the point where Jack Rio ends up getting fired from the commanders as a defensive coordinator. So uh, I think it's only a sign of things to come, but um, – Charlie, I don't. Do we need to say much about this game? I think Duron
0: Bland got another pick. Oh, that's six. right. Broke history. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is incredible. Um, for a guy that was just replacing their starter, you know. Right. Yeah. And it's not like Deron Bland hasn't been around, but he's been playing out of his mind. It, um,
1: I saw he has more uh, <laughs> yards. And touchdowns than a handful of rookie wide receivers this year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. um, Yeah, all commanders all day long.
0: All Cowboys all day long. So all Cowboys
1: all day long uh, to the point where they were pulling turkey legs out of the Salvation Army Yes, they were. Which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Last
0: game of the day. Oh Well, real quick, is Dallas going to be a threat to the Eagles as far as the Division,
1: I would say yes, only because like they are putting pressure on the Eagles record wise, like if they and their sp-
0: game was very close if, when they played each other, right.
1: if they split this neck, I mean, if they split games, like it could come down to the very end.
0: We'll get into the schedules coming up for the top few teams in the in the NFC, but it's it's very interesting these next few weeks for sure. All right, let's move on.
1: Niners at the Seahawks. Um, Charlie, I was not expecting this type of beatdown. Normally, Pete Carroll has his boys ready to play uh, and kind of, you know, hold the Niners to some points, but there was no holding the Niners back this night, Charlie. The Niners just showed up. The Seahawks showed up, and they did not look like they were ready to play this game. Whereas the Niners were the complete opposite. They looked like they were ready to roll. They looked like this was a Sunday afternoon game at 4 o'clock. And they were ready to roll and go kick the Seahawks' ass. Seahawks looked like they were still eating Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Yeah. um, Seahawks were a little banged up coming into this one.
1: No Kenneth Walker.
0: But both the... Actually, the Seahawks do not get a mini buy. They play again on Thursday night. But, um... Yeah, that... I was surprised that was the outcome for this divisional mm-hmm. rivalry. Yeah. Um, with as much of that is on the line. But we'll see him again in two weeks, so um I don't expect that same beatdown. <clears throat> Anything else? I'm good on it. Okay. All right. Uh Charlie we had oh, our first Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving ratings through the frickin' roof this yeah, year. Yeah,
1: I did see that. Even though the Cowboys absolutely demolished the commanders. I saw that the ratings were absolutely through the Yeah, ratings.
0: that was the highest-rated game, the Commanders-Cowboys, and then the Niners-Seahawks was the second-highest-rated game ever. Nice. On Thanksgiving, at least. Nice.
1: All right, Charlie, we had our first ever Black Friday game between the Dolphins and the Jets. And, uh, Charlie, another game where the Dolphins beat a bad team. Have you ever heard that before? Yep. Okay. Is there anything different? Nope. Uh, Dolphins yeah. do have a crucial loss, though. Jalen Phillips tears his Achilles tendon. Where does he do it, Charlie? On Met Life Field. Another season-ending injury that happens. Achilles tendon that snaps on Met Life Field. Charlie, is it... Like, I don't want to go too deep, but like, turf, grass? Are we starting to build more of an argument towards just a natural playing surface?
0: I have... At always. least at MetLife, maybe. I have always thought that. Um The climate at the Meadowlands is interesting. So I wonder I, yeah, I mean, they gotta do something. And they look, you got something. you've got two owners money yeah. to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yeah. Um Yeah. That, but anyways, um because of it. They signed uh, JPP off of the Saints practice squad or the Falcons practice squad. Which one? Saints, Saints practice squad. Yep. Um, so that'll help bolster their, you know. I mean, it's not going to replace Jalen Phillips right. by any means. Right. I mean, the guy won a Super Bowl uh, over a decade ago, so he's been playing for a long time, JPP. That's right. Um, but, yeah, so that is a very unfortunate loss for that defense.
1: All right, let's keep the train rolling here, Charlie. We're going to move on to and Sunday. And he was
0: really hitting his stride.
1: Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to move on to Sunday's games. First off, we're going to do Panthers at the Titans. Um, Charlie, this was just an ugly game between two bad teams, and the Titans end up winning this game. Any yep. more to say? I don't think so. We've already talked enough about the Panthers today. All right, next game, Steelers at the Bengals. Charlie... The Steelers' offense, for the first time in maybe over a season, had 400 yards of total offense.
0: Finally, outgained their opponent. Didn't um, put didn't put up a lot of points. Th- that's what's crazy. So they got double the production in yards, yeah, like a cor- compared to their average, and they hit their average in points. Mm-hmm. So they they'll get to the punching in part of it, but um, yeah, they their offense did look better. What we expected, I expected more points, but they looked better. Charlie, Bengals team with
1: Jake Browning, just frisky. Sure. That's about it,
0: right? Yep. Okay. Maybe. I Maybe. Yeah, like a light frisk. Yeah. Uh, I would call it frisky diet.
1: Okay, I like that. Um, Charlie, interesting to note. Najee Harris had a very productive game here.
0: Yeah, he hit 99 yards, not quite the 100. Yeah. They both were productive. They they both looked good, but it feels it was, like
1: maybe—I know they just announced Jalen Warren as the starter, <clears throat> but it feels like that pendulum may swing back based on November and December football, where Pound and the Rock is king, right? Yep. It,
0: yeah. I mean, Najee looked better. Yeah. I, I mean, I it's kind of weird. I don't know if he had to— Thing with Matt Canada or what? Yeah, but I don't know.
1: He... Something to consider daily wise. If you have them in year long, it's something to keep an eye on for sure. But daily wise, might be a cheap option for you. Yep. So, all right, Charlie. Moving on here. Jags Texans, arguably one of the best games of the weekend here, bud. Um, game comes down to Texans make a drive. CJ Stroud makes a drive. CJ Stroud on third down gets sacked. Takes a big sack pushes him all the way to Matt Amendola having to make a 58-yard field goal, Charlie.
0: Well, so I, I think he got sacked on second down, basically got sacked on third down. It was crazy because he, he had for fucking ever, dude. Yeah, yeah. And he ran around and then basically almost got himself sacked, was able to get it off, but he could have run. Not picked up the first down, mm-hmm. which is what he was looking to do, obviously, but yeah. he could have run. And gotten a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt Amendola
1: ends up lining up for the kick, and Charlie, he put everything he had, you could tell, put everything he had. I think it was a little high trajectory-wise, coming out of the gate. It did look high, like, whoa, that was, that was like, he was kicking a 30-yard or something like that.
0: Yeah, when it came off his foot, it looked like it, it was going to be 10-yard short. Yeah, the way exactly. It, yeah, the tra- just
1: the way it looked. Yeah. Um, but Charlie, sure enough, it makes it all the way there and literally hits the top of the crossbar, like
0: the T. Yeah, basically, <laughs> right,
1: right, and bounces out, uh, and that's how the Texans lose this game. So, Charlie, I think it does prove one thing: it does prove how closely tied the Texans and Jaguars will be for the remainder of this season. Yep. Um, but I, I think uh, both these teams are are. Turn in the corner, and I think both these teams are legitimate playoff teams at this point.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, the Jags are looking to win their division, and um, they they just took a two-game lead on the Texans with that win. So, mm-hmm. that was big for the uh, Jags. And the Texans, I mean, it really was a good game. That, you know, questionable calls, just like every other game. But um, I think that C.J. Stroud will see that he sh- could have just run it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know,
1: Speaking of running it, Trevor Lawrence looks really good using his legs recently. All of a sudden,
0: dude, he did get another two rushing touchdowns, didn't he? He did. He had one. one oh, he had one. The air one? Yeah, one through the air, one on the ground. Oh, yeah, there was one where at half—oh, yeah, okay, this was kind of crazy to me. At halftime, fourth and goal, mm-hmm. they did a pitch play? Yeah, yeah. And didn't just do another yeah. sneak? Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is—yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And and then that was the end of the half. And they That's didn't right. get it. Um, but yeah, so maybe Lawrence can use his legs again. Look for a second half surge from Trevor Lawrence. Yep.
1: All right, Charlie, moving on here. Bucks at the Colts. You know what's funny though, Charlie, is I was watching this game and it, it just felt like these two teams are the AFC and NFC version of each other. Like they have different strengths. But, like, they are the same exact team. And, like, that's kind of how this game was. It went down to the wire, um, relatively. Um, but Colts ended up winning this game. But it's just, like, I don't know. They're just the same to me, right? You know, like, the Colts have Michael Pittman, who's good, but he's maybe not elite. But then the Bucks have chris godwin and mike evans
0: well right? michael pittman the Bucks don't
1: have a great run game but then the colts have jonathan taylor
0: i would say mike evans and michael pittman are very similar they're the 1000 yard they run way
1: different though their oh, route yeah, yeah. is way but different
0: but their production is production very is very similar yeah i will mean, give you that uh, in fantasy whichever one you have you're going to be good although sometimes mike evans probably gets more touchdowns but you're getting a thousand yards out of each of them every year yeah
1: yeah so, something to, uh, something to take note here, Charlie. Uh, looks like Jonathan Taylor diagnosed with a thumb issue and might even have to have thumb surgery, putting him out two to three weeks. So, for those of you who have Zach Moss stashed, here you go. This is why you kept him stashed, for this exact reason. Uh, so, something to consider there, uh, especially for those Jonathan Taylor fantasy owners.
0: And I saw... Zach Moss is available in a lot of leagues.
1: Yes, he is. Yes, he is.
0: And, right. he, and if y'all don't remember, he was, even after Jonathan Taylor came back, he was second in the league in rushing yards. So Zach Moss was killing it. This is going to be the guy that might carry you to the playoffs. All right, moving on here. Saints, Fantasy playoffs.
1: Saints at Falcons. Um, you know, I think the Saints just lost this game due to attrition, Charlie. They are. They were already missing um, Michael Thomas. They were already missing. Uh, who's their stud DB that just
0: went out on IR? Oh, well, who are we talking about? The Saints. Um,
1: you know who I'm talking about. Marcus. No, doesn't matter. Then they ended up losing <laughs> Rashid Shaheed to a hamstring issue as well. So it just felt like the Saints were so uh, tied up in injuries. Um, And that showed on the scoreboard Because all they could do was kick field goals They literally didn't even get in the touchdown Um, And I don't know Charlie, I have a hard time believing in the Falcons You know that But Bijan did look good today They finally used him in the red zone Look what happens, he gets a touchdown Um, But, you know, fantasy owners for Bijan I would say that Based on what we saw The Saints have a solid defense But the way the Falcons actually used Bijan It was like Bijan, it was encouraging moving forward. Yeah, I think – I'm not going to go any further than that, but I would say it would be encouraging.
0: I'll say this is going to be like Jameer Gibbs finally turned the corner after Monty got hurt. I think Bijan's going to probably bring people to the playoffs as well. And I think – I mean, Ritter the winner, dude. The Falcons might might just hold on to this thing and win the South. It it
1: doesn't take much, so I'm starting to think that it's possible. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on here, Charlie. Pats, Giants, another game we really don't have to talk much about, um, besides the fact that Mac Jones was benched after three turnovers. The passing
0: Pizano, dude. Yeah, Tommy Tuddies. You
1: know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, okay. but I was talking about Mac Jones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then Bailey Zappi comes in and also throws an interception. Charlie all And then
0: they waved Will, Will Greer, which I found yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that this was Matt Corral's time to come in, but I think they waved him early on in the season after they yeah. picked him up. way early, yeah. But this would have been an opportunity for him, unfortunately.
1: Are the Pats dead?
0: Like, y- yeah, dude, that's who I want to play right now. Like, give me yeah. the Pats until the playoffs. Yeah. They're terrible. Yeah, they're bad. Um,
1: I don't know that we say much more about him, so let's move on. Uh,
0: saving grace for fantasy for them would be Ramondre. Yeah. yeah. He's fair. the only viable Patriots player mm-hmm. to draft. Yep. Um, Tommy Cutlets. Tommy Cutlets. Ah, oh, that's yeah. not bad, dude. Right? Yeah. I mean. I like the passing Paisano, though.
1: That's a good one. Um, Tommy DeVito gets another win. He looks okay. In this game, Tommy to get Cutlet. a win. <laughs> yeah. You like
0: that? That's pretty good. Right? That was yeah. uh, pretty I kind of like Tommy Tutty's. I like Tommy Tutty's too. But I do like Tommy Cutlet's. Yeah, it's a good one. Dude, his, his, uh, his initials are TD. Yeah. And he he wore, got a nice that chain. chain. Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty good.
1: <laughs> it does look pretty good. Uh, All right. Anything more about that game? It was, it was hideous. No. Yeah.
0: I think Red Zone showed it maybe once. We already spent too much time on it. You're right. All right. But Mo- most of it was nickname talk, so.
1: Yeah, true. Uh, moving on here. Rams at the Cardinals. Charlie Kyron Williams. Holy smokes. Returns. In a big way. And he is he is going to win. He We're talking about who's going to win you your fantasy championship. Kyron Williams is going to win you your fantasy championship. Damn. I mean... He came back, Charlie, and he looked like he has not missed a single
0: beat. Came back better than he ever has before. Yeah. He didn't ever hit, almost hit 40 points in the earlier in the season. I know. He, he led me to a fantasy win this
1: weekend, for sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I really don't know what to say to, about Kyler. I don't – you know, the Rams always kind of have the Cardinals number, and we kind of talked about that last week. So I don't want to judge Kyler off this game. But, like, I don't know. The more and more I see Kyler, the more and more I'm like, they got to make a decision, dog. they got to make a choice. Because I don't know that he's –
0: I don't know. I I just don't know. Well, look, that's why they were anxious to get him back back in. Right, right. So that they can make a decision. And
1: and they still have a top three pick. So it's like they do have some choices to be made here, Charlie. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know that – there's much more to say about that. I think we got to see more of Kyler. Obviously only his, what, third game back?
0: Yep. So we'll see. I mean, pairing with Marvin Harrison Jr. and and Marquise Brown, that Woo. could be a— The Dane, Trey McBride. James Connors playing
1: well. Yeah, you'd like to think that would work out. Yeah. You'd like to think that at least. So, All right, Charlie, moving on here. Brown's at the Broncos. What an ugly game. Uh, not ugly in the sense that it was like the Patriots Giants ugly like ten to seven. Just like just scrappy. Lots of penalties here between the two teams. Um, you know the Browns ended up getting some quarterback injuries as well and just banged up here and there. Miles Garrett didn't look a hundred percent in this game either, Charlie. I really thought Miles Garrett and the Browns defense would do a better job bottling up Russ, but he kind of got him away. Did.
0: Did Gary get hurt in this game?
1: He said he felt his shoulder pop. Yes. But right. based on the x-ray and the yeah. MRI, it doesn't seem like they've found anything. Okay. So I don't know what that is at the moment. Popped out, popped in, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. So maybe a rotator cuff, who knows. But it does... Um, he's listed as questionable for this week, which is encouraging based on... You know, anytime you hear a pop, you think they're probably done for the season. So... He is this Browns defense, though, so just keep an eye on that. I do have the Browns defense in a lot of my fantasy leagues. I'm taking precaution by picking up another defense right now because, in my opinion, if Miles Garrett goes out, this defense is not the same. This defense is not the same.
0: Mm
1: -mm. Um, So something to keep an eye on. But, Charlie, we talked about it a little bit before. Broncos on a hot streak here.
0: Five-game wins. Unbelievable. After starting one and five, yeah. Truthfully unbelievable. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Anything yeah. else? Um, I heard an interview with their corner, their starting nickel corner. Who? The Brown Crows? Uh, yeah. Uh, Javante, I believe, McLaughlin. I think that's his name.
1: McLaughlin is the back running, running back. back yeah.
0: um, I think it's Jaleel or Javon. Jaleel? No, I think it's Javante.
1: Whatever, doesn't matter.
0: He went to ECU, though, oh. and he was a, uh undrafted free agent last year, worked his way from the practice squad, just kept getting more reps, more reps, and <clears throat> in, like, six games he has two interceptions, two fumble recoveries, one forced fumble, five tackles for loss, has a nickel corner, dude. Nice. He, and so um, everyone – Vance Joseph is getting the most out of this defense right now. Yeah. They are playing, yeah. playing
1: very great. Well. Yeah, playing very well. Uh, all right, Charlie. Let's move on here. Chiefs at the Raiders. Charlie, the Chiefs actually scored points in, in the, the second, second half. half. Can you believe that? Um, unbelievable. First time this since what, like week three or something like that.
0: No, it was like the last three weeks. They didn't. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was later than that. I don't think so. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but. They needed it. They were down 14 nothing. Yeah, Rasheed quick. Rice
1: ends up having a really good game here. Eight receptions for over 100 yards. So he looked really good here. But, um, I mean,
0: ain't O'Connell anything? Meh. Yeah. Do you think we see Jimmy by the end of the year? No. I don't either. But ah. I, don't, I just don't know.
1: I don't know. I just I don't <clears> know <throat> what they do with Devontae because no matter what they do, they just cannot get him involved. And I don't know if that's an a. O'Connell issue if that's an offensive issue or or what the deal if it's a defensive issue like they the defenses are just saying this is your best player we can stack a box and play do- slide double coverage over there and we'll be fine I don't know I really I don't need know what,
0: yeah they need another threat on the other side I, would, I mean Jacoby Myers has been eaten
1: yeah I just would not be surprised at this point if the rumors are true and the Raiders do trade Devonte Adams yeah I wouldn't be surprised. Anything else? Nope. All right, Charlie. Game of the weekend. Bills, Eagles. Great game. <clears throat> Back and forth the whole time. couple talking points here, Charlie. It does go to overtime, but first off, I have to say, as a former Panthers coach, I am impressed with Joe Brady's play calling so far.
0: Uh, yeah, no kidding. Buffalo's
1: offense looks So much better. Oh, yeah. They can run the ball. They actually are running the ball. Josh Allen has some pressure taken off. They're getting him bootlegged out of the pocket so that he can make plays naturally with his legs without taking hits. Like, uh, Joe Brady's done a phenomenal job. He's done a phenomenal job. I have to give credit where credit's due. This offense looks so much better.
0: McDermott's probably so pissed that he didn't do this. A couple of losses Mm -hmm. before he did.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I think it's switched back to that defense is the reason why they're losing games at
0: this point. Oh game. yeah, I, th- I would have to agree. The- that defense is- back on now, Sean I get McDermott. It. I know
1: they're they're missing Tre'Davious White. They're missing Matt Milano. I get that, but you you got to figure something out. Like you guys were the ones who didn't trade for any DBs. So either figure out something schematically, or you got to get more guys. At you got to you got to figure something out because what they're doing right now is just not going to cut the mustard and clearly they're in desperate times. If they keep losing these games, Charlie, they are going to straight up miss the whole all of the playoffs.
0: I mean, yeah, they they have to win out pretty much at this point. In the AFC, they absolutely would have to win out, I would think.
1: Uh, it just um you know, ends up going to overtime. <clears throat> Gabe Davis in overtime is do you think so uh, I'll set it up. So Bill's marching down the field in overtime. Third was it third down? I think it was third down. Yeah. And they take a shot with Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis ends up running a post to the corner where yeah, Josh Allen. Running
0: a corner, I would get.
1: Running uh, a corner where Josh Allen thought he was going to run the post. And it was a choice route. So it was arguably.
0: And he was open. God, he was, he was so open. So open.
1: Yeah. If as long as the ball was placed deep in the end zone, he yeah. would have been he would have scored. Is that on? Josh Allen, is it on Gabe Davis?
0: Uh, that's hard to say because yeah, <clears throat> with these choice routes. Based on what we saw,
1: just make just make an observation. What do you think?
0: The ball was thrown before Gabe Davis made his choice. Yeah, or before he made his cut, rather. Right. <sighs> I uh I don't know. It's it's hard to I say. I think it's a Josh Allen issue. I think it was too because the corner the was corner inside. Was the, the corner, corner the, the DB
1: was to the inside. Yeah. So therefore, it would have been a harder throw to throw the post towards the field goal post that, than it would have been to put it to the back corner of the end. So
0: if you hear people talking about the arm arrogance of Josh Allen, that right there is a great example of arm arrogance and there are other throws that he made that he actually made there were catches that also displayed his arm arrogance it's that dude I can make that throw no problem but Gabe Davis was trying to make it a more a higher percentage Mm -hmm. but I think I think that was a display of arm arrogance and he's like post dude i think if it's
1: stefan diggs that's a touchdown because i think stefan diggs probably knows josh allen a little bit better but i kind of agree with gabe davis on that like the the corner route was open yeah like although it was hard like there was a small section of field to make that throw that to me was the more wide open throw was to the corner yeah and you know ends up charlie they have to kick a field goal. Sure enough, what do the Eagles do? They march right down the field. Jalen Hurts walks in for a touchdown. You know what Josh Allen's record is in overtime? Tell me. O and five. Wow. That includes playoffs, regular season, everything. Josh Allen is 0 and five in overtime games. O and two in um, playoff overtime games. Man, that's tough one to swallow. Charlie, I want to move on from the Bills. The Eagles are so resilient.
0: It is Eagles, insane.
1: It's, it's it's insane. It's insane. It's, it's just like find me, a way.
0: It's like fourth quarter. Okay, tell me how many points I need to get, and yeah. we'll get. We'll find a way to get it.
1: Right, right. And no matter how bad their defense <clears throat> plays, they they end up making stops when they need them, and their offense has their back and goes and wins the game for them. What I will be curious to see is if the defense has to make the play to win the game, can they? That's what I'll be curious to see, and we might find that out this weekend. All right, Um, Charlie.
0: Well, real quick, Skip Bayless came out and said, the Cowboys are obviously better than the Eagles. The Eagles basically are pushed to the edge of the cliff and find a way not to fall off, but that luck will run out. I could see
1: Skip Bayless saying that. I, I don't see, know that he's wrong. I, that's I don't know that he's wrong. I don't either. know that he's wrong. That's
0: all about all what I, can there, say. <laughs> I mean it, what does he mean by like cuz if they find a way not to fall off a cliff through the playoffs, then they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. That's all that matters is the playoffs. That's and right. they're
1: in the playoffs. All right, Charlie, let's move on to Sunday Night Football here with the Ravens. They are in the Yoffs. Ravens at the Chargers. Charlie, I expected so much more from this game. Did you? Yeah. Why? Because the Chargers, thought, the Chargers are... Dude. I thought the Ravens would score more points. Let me say that. Okay. okay. I, I thought, no, Same. honestly, I thought this would be a higher scoring game. I thought this would be more back and forth than it was. I knew the Chargers were facing the uphill battle. But, like, 20-10, to 10, that's it? I thought the Ravens would score way more points than that. And I thought the Chargers would be frisky. Like, Well, yeah,
0: so that's what I wanted. And with these teams, you wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But I'm even less surprised that the Chargers looked like dog shit.
1: Yeah, I'm less surprised about that. <clears throat> I will give you that. But, like, talking about the Chargers, is Austin Eckler hurt? He didn't look too good. Like they keep using Joshua Kelly. Yeah. Joshua Kelly has never been used until this year when Austin Eckler got hurt. And when Austin Eckler got hurt last year, Joshua Kelly was in and then he got yanked right away. When Austin Eckler came back, it was the Eckler show. But this year Kelly's kind of hanging around. Yeah. I think that's for a reason. I don't know if it's because Austin Eckler's hurt, but like he didn't look the same. No, he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know what to say. And then Keenan Allen can't do it all. Is it a Kellen Moore thing? I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm kind of wondering that. I'm kind of wondering that. Because kind of the same thing happened to the Cowboys last year, right? With they Zeke? started the year off very hot, and then they got flat late. And it was predictable, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Anything else about that game? Um,
0: no. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about um, what – Baltimore Troy, the one seed right now?
0: I think they are. Yeah, I think Baltimore's they are. Baltimore's the one seed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about what Troy Aikman called a high-scoring baseball game. <laughs> Monday Night Football, Bears at the Vikings. Uh, Charlie Josh Dobbs throws four interceptions. Now, Justin Fields and the Bears find a way to win this ugly, ugly-ass game. Even I, though the Vikings probably should have won this game because they had Jordan Addison shrieking down the sideline, and yet the ball went out of bounds. No, throwing a ball that was out of bounds.
0: Actually. As far as the interceptions go, not all interceptions are equal. That's right. One of them bounced off of Jordan Addison's hands. That's right. Um, One of them was a bad one. Yep.
1: Yeah. I think he had two through their hands.
0: Yeah, through, two through tips. Two, two tips,
1: balls and then two straight up interceptions.
0: Yeah, but one of those straight up interceptions, there's a fourth down. So if it's incomplete, right. same result. Right. Um so, you know, this was this was an ugly game. Um <clears throat> Kevin O'Connell came out and said, you know, we're, so they're going to the bye, we will reevaluate or we will evaluate our quarterback options. Which their options are Jaron Hall, who's back healthy, Um, Josh Dobbs, obviously, and Nick Mullins. Justin Jefferson's coming back. Is he though? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He has been confirmed. He has been activated off IR. All right. And you know they got to buy so, but he has been today. He was activated off of IR. Um, I think Josh Dobbs gives you the best chance to win. And you know it's it's just what Kevin O'Connell said today is we are just going to make it clear who your number one option is, Justin Jefferson, and know when to look away from Justin Jefferson. I mean, simple as that, yeah, whoever our quarterback is, but I have been you know, I kind of thought Kevin O'Connell's season last year was fluky. I take it back okay. because his owner or his the two biggest leaders of his team, Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins both go down and they rattle off 3 wins and then And the defense is doing their part this year. Yeah. Where last year they were not. And let me say this. I only watched the game till close to halftime. The Bears defense actually looked really good. They the reason why they looked really good except for the penalties. Mm. But they I mean truthfully they were playing very well, and they look much better than they have earlier in the season. Um, and I could say that probably the past few weeks they've looked better. Um, and last night I thought I actually thought they looked really good. I mean, the Vikings can move the ball, and Josh Dobbs. Now this is kind of why the Cardinals pulled him. He had game. He had a game or two like this, um, and traded him, but. Give him a bye week, maybe he'll come he'll have Justin Jefferson back. I, I do think he gives you the best chance to win. Um and we'll see what Kevin O'Connell thinks. I I think that he'll there's a reason why I traded for him. Absolutely. All right, Charlie, how'd we do on our picks? Um Bryce, I went nine and seven. Bryce, you went twelve and four. Nice. And the listeners went thirteen and three. Dang. Is this the first week that they uh I think it might be. That they outdid us. I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. Good for y'all. Yeah. Won't happen again. (laughs) All right,
1: Charlie, we have Thursday Night Football. Seahawks at the Cowboys, Charlie. Cowboys are favored by nine full points. Charlie, my love for this one is going to be CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott. Both of them have been on an absolute tear, and they will absolutely demolish this defense if they stick with a zone. My hate is going to be Geno Smith. I just think the Cowboys are on a tear right now, and they will get after Geno, especially if Kenneth Walker is not playing, which he is not trending in the right direction.
0: No, he did not practice.
1: Yesterday or today.
0: Charlie, who is your love-hate? <clears throat> I love Pollard in this one. Um, Chris McCaffrey tore apart Seattle's defense. Um, this is probably the first time that I've loved Pollard. Yeah. Uh, I hate Gino in this one. Bryce, who's your love hate?
1: already told you my love hate.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't listening like I, normal. Clearly, yeah. So who's, who's, who's,
1: who's your love hate? My love is CeeDee Lamb, Dak Prescott.
0: Hate Gino. Okay, the reason why I wasn't listening, though, is because so this is when I was talking about we were going to talk about the three top teams and how they're – now, Seattle's not a top team, but these teams are all intertwined. So, Seattle plays Dallas this week. Niners play the Eagles this week. Next.
1: Niners-Dallas, I think, right?
0: No, it's... um, No, well, Niners playing Seattle, but Dallas is playing... Eagles? Eagles. Mm. And then after that, Eagles are playing Seattle. Ah. So a lot
1: of... Uh, a lot of... Cup, cup stack in here.
0: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so the Eagles have a... I mean, their first tough one was this week. Um, But anyways, I'm picking Dallas. Oh, sorry. Fantasy pick pick them. Dak, 23.84. Over. Yeah, I'm going to go over on this one. Game pick. Dallas. Dallas. All
1: right, Charlie, moving on. We have the Chargers at the Patriots. Uh, Chargers are favored by four and a half points. Charlie, who is your love-hate? chargers at patriots
0: yep gotcha okay uh i actually love Ramondre in this one. Oh, okay um the only person you can possibly play for new england's offense with any sort of confidence um the chargers rush defense is not good for some reason despite all the insane amount of talent they have um and i hate everyone else on the new england offense who's <laughs> nice. your love hate
1: uh yeah, I love Keenan here. I just think a bounce back game. I didn't really know who to love, so I'm grasping at straws. Uh I don't know that the Patriots have anyone to cover Keenan Allen. Uh and my hate is the Patriots. If I want to be specific, the Patriots quarterbacks. Khalil Mack, I think this
0: defense could have a good day. Fantasy pick'em. Austin Eckler, eighteen point seven one. Under. Under. I mean there's Yeah. He's had one game above or near twenty point, or he was above twenty points, but yeah, barely. Mm. <clears throat> Game pick Chargers. Chargers. All right, Cardinals at
1: the Steelers. Pittsburgh's favored by five and a half points. Charlie, I know we kind of talked about it. My love's gonna be Najee Harris here. I think the Cardinals are um, are uh, are giving up more ground, more ground yards I can't talk I yeah that was easy for on. you to say wasn't yeah, it? yeah right um no I just think it's November December football Najee showed me a little bit something last week and I think if they continue to run up the tackles like what they did last week Najee could start to have a little bounce back here so Najee's my love my hate's gonna be Kyler Murray uh, I just I don't love him against this defense until he proves me wrong uh so be it but like I don't know that the Cardinals have a legitimate second wide receiver. That is the Achilles heel of this Steelers defense. So I don't know. Show me something. Kyler's my hate.
0: Um, So I have my love is Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, Um, Arizona. Yeah. Whatever you said, I'm going to try to clean it up a little bit. Giving up a lot of yards on the ground. Yeah, you go. Um, And my hate is Pickens in this one. Um, I just think that the Steelers will have enough success on the ground that they won't pass a ton, even though it sets up the pass well. (coughs) It seems like now that Muth is back, Mm -hmm. and not only is he back, but Matt Canada is gone. Mm -hmm. Muth, dude, Pat Fryer Muth got... No more than four targets the entire season, and he got 11 last week. Yeah. He killed it. Um, And then Deontay Johnson is really kind of more favored right now than Pickens.
1: Well, that didn't end up working out for him last week. Why? Because I played both Deontay Johnson and um, George Pickens had very similar stat lines. Neither one of them had a very good game. So, Johnson was back to his old ways, like three or four catches for like 40, 50 yards. I mean, I played him in Daly, and he I really thought he was going to have a good game. He did not. Okay. Well, he neither, was not, neither did He Pickens. was not included like Fryermuth was included.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. So, maybe – but either way, I feel like the past – the game before – well, that's a different OC. But either way, I hate – you know – Thanks for buying me time because I forgot to write yeah, down Pickett's, Pickett's yep. numbers because the fantasy pick'em is Kenny Pickett, fourteen point seven four. Um, I'll go over. Um, I'll go over at like fifteen and a half. Mm-hmm. Game pick.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers. All right, moving on. Colts at the Titans. Indianapolis is favored by one point. Charlie, my love is going to be Michael Pittman or Josh Downs. This Titans defense is not good in the secondary. My hate is going to be Derrick Henry. Colts know how to play against Derrick Henry. Um, I know he got two touchdowns last week, but they were inside the 10-yard line. So that's pretty easy pickings. Easy pickings.
0: Yeah. For Derrick Henry, um, I love Zach Moss. All right, <clears throat> hate Garner Minshew in this one. Uh, mainly because I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think he's a startable quarterback right now. Fantasy okay. pick him, Derrick Henry. Yeah, eleven points. Mm,
1: that one's tough.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over on eleven. I'll go over on eleven. <clears throat> I mean, that's fifty yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Game pick. I'm going Colts. I'm going Colts. They're in the seventh spot right now. Yeah. Um. Overall, I just think they're a better team. Yeah. Overall, I just think they're a I better do, team. I do, but here's so. Tennessee's four and one at home. Mm-hmm. and I think I think Will Levis will have a day I, I had trouble doing my lo- well not my love I, I loved Zach Moss but um,
1: yeah I don't like your hate
0: because this I understand uh, the Titans
1: that. have a very suspect secondary
0: understand and I think they will have yeah okay, okay. that's fair alright
1: Uh. yep we did game picks okay Broncos-Texans, what could be the best game of the weekend here, Charlie? Um, Broncos at Texans, Houston's favored by three and a half points. Can you imagine
0: looking forward from week two or three and saying this would be a hell of a game? No,
1: no, not at all.
0: Um, Not at all. But no, yeah, this this very well could be one of the best games of the weekend. Who's your love hate? Uh, I love Singletary in this. Denver's rush defense overall is ranked pretty low. Now, I understand their defense has been pretty stout, um, and I know Damian Pierce is back and vulturing, but Devin Singletary is in the, the guy in the pass game as far as the backfield goes, so I can expect that to continue, and I think this might turn into a little bit of a shootout. I hate Javante Williams because it'll turn into a shootout, in my opinion. Um, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I love Tank
0: Dell. Uh, Javante Williams, that is. I
1: love Tank Dell. How could you not at this point? Right. Um, I, I also don't think that the Broncos have a slot receiver, which is where Tank Dell kind of lines up most often. Um, but my hate is gonna be
0: Damian Pierce as well. Um pick him. Russell Wilson, 17.37. Ooh, I'll go over on that. I'm gonna go over on it as well. Yeah. Game pick. <clears throat> um uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. And I'm not gonna overthink it. Okay. Cause I already have done all the overthinking on it. Obviously. I'm gonna go Houston at home off a loss. I'm
1: gonna do the same exact thing for the same exact reasons. Okay. Tight one. Yeah. Tight one. It's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah. All right, Charlie, moving on. Lions at the Saints. Detroit is favored by four points. Charlie, my love is going to be Sam Laporta. Saints give up a lot of yardage to tight ends, typically. I see that continuing here. My hate is going to be Derek Carr. I just think if Olave can't get back in time, the Saints are going to be missing a lot of options. That could mean good things for people like Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara. But it also could mean very bad things for people like Derek Carr.
0: So we don't we don't like uh talk about our y'all should know this by now, but we don't talk about our love hates and stuff before the game, but or before the pod, I'm sorry. My love is Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara because I'm not sure that Chris Olave will be back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam
1: Thomas is on IR, Rashid Shahid is uh down for the count at least. For right now.
0: So I expect those guys to pick up some of the slack in the past game and I mean not that Kamara needs to pick up any more slack in the past game but uh, I like those plays. I hate David Montgomery in this because I do think this is a mm. going to be a passing game. Yeah. New Orleans stout on the run as far as defense goes and if you're going to have a running back in there catching balls it's going to be Jameer Gibbs at this point. Um, fantasy pick him, Jared Goff, 19.49. Over.
1: He needs to have a good game.
0: He needs to have a good game for sure. He
1: definitely needs to have a good game.
0: Um, Lions need to have a good game. Yeah, he's been in a slump. So this one was tough for me. I am going to go over. Okay. Game pick. I'm going to go Lions. I
1: know this is going to be a tough one, but this is a character builder. Dan Campbell back in his original stadium in the dome. This is a tough win, but I think this might get the Lions off the schneid and kind of rally the troops here.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Lions too in a a tough one. I think it could come down to the reason
1: why is that the Saints are short-staffed.
0: All right, we haven't gone different on any of them yet.
1: All right, here we go. Falcons at the Jets. Atlanta's favored by three
0: points. Charlie, who is your love-hate? I love Bijan to continue his new... Refound or whatever, yeah. Newfound.
1: We'll talk about it. That yeah. was a
0: Sneedism kind
1: of. Well, refound. I would take that. That's not
0: a word, dude. It sounds like one to me. It's not a word. I would have
1: believed you if you told me it was. Yeah,
0: I bet you would.
1: <laughs>
0: uh Love Bijan. Um, he's refounded, dude. Yeah, and I hate. I'm comments. telling you, I would use that in a sentence. Yeah, please don't. That's not a word. <laughs> Uh, like Akron's? yeah, Acrons. <laughs> um, hate Kyle Pitts. Who's your love hate? My love
1: is Bijan for the same reason. Uh, I think he's kind of refounded back yeah, he into is the offense. Refounded for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure, dude. <laughs> oh, but uh, also I'm gonna hate Drake London. Um, the Jets do a solid job of shutting down the number one wide receiver.
0: Uh, Who's your hate? Drake London. I couldn't hear him uh, laughing. Yeah. Um, fantasy Pick'em, Garrett Wilson, 12.08. 12.08. Mm. I'll... Ooh,
1: I'll go under. I'll go under.
0: He's incredibly touchdown dependent. Yeah. I mean... And last week he got over this he number. Did? Because he got a touchdown at the uh, end. Okay. Um, He got 13 points. Mm. Um, game uh, pick I, I'm Well I'm going to go under on that as well Game pick Atlanta Yeah I got Atlanta too Alright
1: Dolphins at the Commanders Charlie the Dolphins are favored by 9.5 points Charlie who is
0: your love hate I love Tua I hate Brian Robinson This is going to be a passing game I hope it's a shootout I mean Sam Howell can hang in a shootout yeah. Um, you know, we're kind
1: of two peas in a pod at this point because my love is going to be Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yep. The secondary for the Commanders is... Trash. Oh, man, is it bad. It's it's really bad. It's really bad. Can we expect something different now that Jack Del Rio's gone? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's the Jimmys and Joes. I, I don't know that it's the X's and O's. Now, it might be a little bit better, but, like, you're still going up against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle.
0: Yep. So... Uh, and my hate, uh, Brian Robinson. Fantasy pick him, A-Chan. Who, I mean, he was very close to playing last week. He's still questionable. Um, So I'm going to assume that he is going to play this week. Okay. Because he was very close last week. Ended up getting out. Um, 12.91. I'm
1: going to go under.
0: I'm going to go under as well. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I think that HN, if he can stay in games, he will probably get more in the passing game. But until he's, you know, yep. fully reared and ready to go, Raheem Mostert will probably take a lot of the passing downs. <clears throat> game pick. Fins. Miami.
1: All right, Charlie. This will undoubtedly be the game of the week.
0: Carolina, Tampa Bay.
1: <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, is this game on Fox? Good question. Niners, Eagles. Good question. I don't know. It should be on Fox, right? It it sounds like a Fox four twenty five game of the week, doesn't it? Greg Olson, that crew will be on there. Doesn't it seem like that kind of game? Yeah. So Eagles. Oh, sorry, Niners at the Eagles. San Fran is the road favorite by three points. That is shocking to me. Very shocking. Now, it is Tuesday, so that line could switch, but to open that lineup, San Fran on the road, favored by three points, is
0: bizarre to me. Well, the way they have been, both teams have been playing, I think that there will probably be a lot of people that pick the Niners. Um, Who's your love-hate? You want to go
1: first? You want me to go first? Doesn't matter. All right, I'll go first. Okay. This feels like a Brandon Ayuke absolute monster game. Yep. This The Eagles secondary is atrocious. Worse in the league. I mean, I think Debo will... I, I, I had Debo and I scratched him out because I said, no, Iuk's going to have the better game. Debo will have production in this game. But I think the Eagles know that they have to at least bottle up or limit Christian McCaffrey... I think that's only going to open up more things in that secondary. I think it's going to get bad. I also wouldn't be surprised if Kittle gets in the action because of that run pass option uh, and getting him, you know, getting those linebackers sucked up to the line of scrimmage. My hate is going to be DeAndre Swift. He didn't look great last week against a Bills defense who is solid against the run, but not great. I would put the Niners' run defense well above the Buffalo run defense at this point. So I hate DeAndre Swift for that reason, but I I am going after Ayuk in fantasy this week. This is this is if he does not produce in this matchup, I would be shocked.
0: Yeah I would be very shocked. Um, same reasons I'm going Purdy as my love. Hey DeAndre Swift. Fantasy pick him. A.J. Brown at 16.34.
1: I hate to break it to you, but I'm going to go over. He has been dominant, not the last two games, but again, you guys have a tendency to run a lot of zone. And so I I'm going to go over as well. Devonte Smith could have a good game here as well, but I think AJ Brown is going to get back to being AJ Brown. This is going to be a great game. I cannot wait to watch this game. Yep. I will be dialed into this.
0: Game. There's a lot of chirping. There's already been some chirping. Yep. Um, who's your game pick Bryce who's your game pick you know who my fucking game pick is <laughs> I'm going 49ers alright only
1: for different sake because we've matched on every game I will go Eagles but I really think this is a flip a coin game <clears throat> I, I think the Niners are out for revenge and I think the Eagles are still as dominant as they were last year
0: so yeah, I have things I want to say, but I'm too superstitious.
1: I I don't blame you. Don't blame you. All right. Um, not interested in this game. Panthers at Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is favored by five points. Charlie, who's your love hate?
0: Um, I love Mike Evans. I hate Chuba, even though it seems like they've been going back to Miles Sanders a little bit. Um. But still, I hate Chuba, Bryce. I love Mike
1: Evans. He always has a good game against the Panthers. I also like Rashad White in this instance, just because Panthers don't normally do great against pass-catching backs. My hate is actually going to be the opposite, though. I hate Miles Sanders. I don't love Chuba, but I would play Chuba over Miles Sanders in this instance. Chuba had more production, and he had a touchdown last week. Miles Sanders just kind of be – it, kind of – Miles Sanders kind of seems to be more like Damian Pierce, where he's kind of lost or stuck between a rock and a hard place, where the
0: production is a little bit more slanted towards Chuba Hubbard. Fantasy pick him, Chris Godwin at 12.03 points. Under. He hasn't done shit this year. Oh, yeah, under. He hasn't done shit. <clears throat> Dame Pitt.
1: Panthers look better, but they lose the game.
0: I got Tampa Bay. Panthers look better.
1: <laughs> yep. For whatever it's worth. All right. Browns at the Rams. Rams are favored by three and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be the Rams. Rams offense, more specifically. My hate's going to be the Browns defense. I don't know. I, I'm a little nervous. I really did not like the way the Browns defense looked last week. And they're a little getting a little more banged up. I hope they prove me wrong, but I'm a little nervous here. This seems like a game that the Rams win, especially with the quarterback situation in Cleveland.
0: I'm a, I love uh, Kyron Williams here because why not? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously you could say why not because it's the Cleveland defense, but I like Kyron Williams. Hate Cleveland's quarterback, whoever it's going to be fantasy pick him I find this one interesting Cooper Cup 13.9 mm. under yeah I think I'm gonna have to go under on this as well where the hell has he been dude yeah it's a good question the curious case of Cooper Cup that's right game pick Rams
1: still DTR starting this game
0: or is he hurt he's on he's in concussion protocol
1: all right, I'm going to go Rams then. Uh, that made me just really nervous. I don't, I don't love this game. <clears throat> All right, Sunday Night Football. Could be interesting. Chiefs at Packers. Kansas City's favored by six and a half points. Charlie, who's your love-hate?
0: Uh, my love is Travis Kelsey, and I hate Kansas City wide receivers.
1: Mm, okay. You know, Jair Alexander's been out. I didn't realize that. And I keep saying for the last three weeks... I don't like this matchup because Jair Alexander. He's been sitting on the sideline for the last three weeks.
0: Well, Rashawn Gary played out of his mind last week for the Packers. And I like Rashawn Gary a lot against this offensive line. Get Patrick Mahomes out of the pocket. And if he's getting out of the pocket, his receivers aren't going to catch it. He's going to have to go to Kelsey every time.
1: I think that could be argued, but I'll take it. Okay. My love is going to be Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, I think he's been on a roll in the Packers' rush defense. Has been a little suspect over through the course of the year. And then my hate is going to be A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Chiefs' defense has been relatively stout throughout the year.
0: Fantasy pick him Jordan Love at 15.91. I'll go over. I'm going to go over, too, actually. I'll go over. I'm not sure that he's getting to 20 points. No, 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 no. I agree.
1: All right, game pick. Who's your game pick? I got the Chiefs. I'm going Green Bay on this one. Are you? Yeah. Okay. All right, I like that. All right, Charlie, Monday Night Football, Bengals at the Jaguars. Jaguars are a road – or, sorry, home favorite by eight full points. Charlie, my love is going to be Evan Ingram. Bengals are arguably the worst defense against the tight end. If you have any questions for me, just ask Pat Fryermouth, who had over 11 receptions last week. My hate is going to be Joe Mixon. Jags have been solid on the ground.
0: Um, Love ETN. Hate T. Higgins if he's back. I think he will be back, but, I mean, Jake Browning. So, fantasy pick him, Calvin Ridley, 12.21. <sighs>
1: Really struggled with it. I'm really struggling with this one myself. Really struggling with this one. I don't know. I really, I'm going to, I'll say over because I want to be optimistic and think that he's going to have, you know, a nice little finish to the end of this year. Um, but I, I really don't know. I really don't.
0: I'm going over. Okay. Um. Gay pick Jacksonville.
1: Yeah. I got Jags at home. All right, Charlie. All right, Charlie, let's uh, slow it down all nice and smooth-like and get into the second-best segment podcasting, Charlie, and that's your Smooth Jazz Daily Fantasy Advice of the Week, Charlie. We're going to round out those edges, smooth out those tones, Charlie. We're going to run it back nice and smooth like like a low like a Christmas lo-fi Charlie you ever listen to lo-fi Charlie
0: uh I think we had this conversation it's like hip-hop jazz kind of
1: like r and b a little bit no uh no uh, lyrics just beats and oh, okay smooth sounds and I play it for my my chitlins all the time Charlie it's just a coffee shop lo-fi. This shows you a fireplace and a Christmas tree, Charlie. And it's just nice and smooth-like. And all instrumental. And just nice and vibe-setting. Very mood-setting, Charlie. Just like this Daily Fantasy Advice of the Week, Charlie. Charlie, we decided to split the load, buddy. Like a two-man band. Like a trumpet and a guitar. Like a... Like a bass and a harmonica.
0: Yeah, bass and harmonica for sure. Dude.
1: Like a like a drum set and a triangle, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> We're splitting the load, buddy. Splitting the load. All right, Charlie. Take you're taking the top half of our daily fantasy roster, and I'm taking the bottom half. Just the way I Charlie, top this thing off just the way you like to do. You strike me as a bottom, dude. Oh, I am a bottom. <laughs> all right, that's the way I like it, baby. <laughs> Down on the ground, all the dirty work—that's what I love, Charlie.
0: Do you Charlie, know what that top means? this thing, huh? Do you know what that means? Yeah, well, I
1: am very aware.
0: Of okay, it good, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, buddy. Just making sure. Oh yeah. I know you're in tune now, but. Oh, I'm hip. Yeah. You're less hip than I am. I know that. Yeah. I'm very aware. It's so, Charlie. Chop this thing off, no
1: pun intended, but chop this thing off like a star on a Christmas tree and start this thing off with a quarterback and a couple running backs to get our Daily Fantasy Advice of the Week started.
0: I'll do it. I'll do it for you, Bryce. Here, uh, I've got a couple of quarterbacks because I feel like people don't take me seriously if I say a 49er, but so for my quarterbacks... Brock Purdy's only $6,100 going against the 31st-ranked pass defense in the league. This seems like a pretty good time nice. to take Brock.
1: Nice, yeah. right.
0: Charlie. nice, Um, But also, here's another value pick. Russell Wilson at $5,700 oh, wow. against the 27th-ranked pass defense in what I think will be a shootout <clears throat> with Houston, so I kind of like that play as well running backs we talked about this duo Jalen Warren and Najee Harris Jalen Warren's only $5,400 and I think Najee's only 5200 wow. Um. so both those guys should be a lock in my opinion and then I've got Zach Moss as well. Forty six hundred dollars. Really? Now, going against the thirteenth ranked defense of the Titans, but it's volume yeah. and I mean he, he just yeah. performs very well. If that
1: well. price stays that same way by the time we do our
0: daily, I would be shocked. It it looks like it might. Well, I think so Does I so I went into the million dollar league to do to look up these yeah. numbers. Yeah. And I don't think they can. They I, don't know, I don't know if they can because people have already made their lineup. They probably yeah. made their lineups for this week. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I don't wow. know if they can go back in. That's and adjust. An I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'll have to yeah. look. But, um, I mean, I think that's an incredible play right yeah, there. Absolutely. So that's what I got for my value quarterbacks and running backs.
1: I love that. Charlie, I'm going to run that thing back here with two other values in the 7000 price range, though, I got two wide receivers, a tight end, and a defense here. And, Charlie, I'm going to start this thing off with two wide receivers I expect to absolutely boom, buddy. I'm going to start this thing off with Jalen Waddle at only 7,600 points, Charlie. He had over eight receptions, over 100 yards last week with the commander's defense as much of a sieve as they have been. I love Jalen Waddle. I love Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, $9,600, Charlie. That is a very expensive price tag. I will gladly take Wada, 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 for less than $2,000. Okay? All right? Or $2,000 less. Right. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. All right. Next, Charlie, I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk. Charlie, I will take this to the fucking Bank. $7,200. I know you pop a chubby anytime I talk about the Niners like this, but Charlie, if Brandon Ayuk does not absolutely pop off in this game, I don't know who could. You tell me you're taking Debo. You tell me you're taking Ayuk. I love both of them. Christian's price point is not where I think his production will be. But if you're taking Debo, you're taking Ayuk, I will take that to the bank. At only $7,200, Charlie, I even like Ayuk over Jalen Waddle to outproduce him and be my top point getter for the week. Again, Brock Purdy, just look downfield, Brandon Ayuk. He is going to be torching the Eagle DBs all night long. Charlie, I'm going to run this thing back with a tight end who I think will absolutely have a hell of a day. That's Evan Ingram at only $4,500, Charlie. Look at what Pat Fryermuth did to the Bengals defense last week. 11 receptions for almost 100 yards, Charlie. He had a hell of a game. The Jacksonville Jaguars play the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football. And I expect Evan Ingram to be heavily involved in this pass game because... The Cincinnati Bengals are the weakest down the middle of the field. Evan Ingram, have a good bounce-back day. Have a hell of a day. Probably get in for a toddy as well. Charlie, wrapping this thing up here. You know I don't like paying over $3,000 for a defense. But, Charlie, based on the numbers and all the other defense below 3000 I don't love the numbers. I don't love the price point. And I've been a little snake-bitten on my defenses recently. Going cheap. All right. It's paid off for you. It hasn't paid off for me. So Charlie, I'm gonna spend up to go get the Rams defense at thirty seven hundred dollars playing the Browns. We don't know what the quarterback situation looks like. Cooper, uh, sorry, Amari Cooper looks like he could be banged up, if not even playing in this game as well. I like the Rams defense to be all over the Browns offense all game long. I'm taking the Rams defense at 3,700 points, buddy.
0: I like that play. And if you choose one of these cheap quarterbacks, that saves you some money to go get your more expensive defense. Even a tight end at only
1: 4,500 bucks. That's cheap.
0: Yeah, get you one of these expensive receivers. I'm not saying... But yeah, when you have a couple of really good options with value, um, it allows you to get some big money guys. That they're big money because they produce. Let's right. not forget that. That's so, right. all right, Charlie, are you ready for the best segment in podcasting? I'm ready for it, Charlie. Bryce. Wait. We- oh. Sorry, let me pause here real quick. Shout out to Ethan once again for winning our DraftKings on Sunday. I was close, motherfucker. Monday, I was close. Oh, you know who won our Thanksgiving one? Let's let's give a shout out to them I too. I was so close, Ethan. You mark my words, I'm coming
1: for you. <laughs> I'm coming. OBJ was one Lamar Jackson overthrow away from taking that forty dollars right out your bank account, brother. Hold on one second. Oh, Devin Polk. Nice. Yeah, he did have a good lineup. Yep. Devin, Who got second? Did I get? Did I get second?
0: Ethan got second. Ah. Uh, Lily got third. You got fifth, dude.
1: Oh. I thought I did. I was I was in second at a, a certain point.
0: Well. All right, Charlie. Ethan, take your take your mustache back to Dagum, Wisconsin, and <laughs> or wherever you're from. I feel
1: like Ethan. Is, like anytime we invite these new people, like JJ uh, Kozar. JJ Kozar ran was, our shit last last year.
0: Was it last? Yeah, it was last. It year. It was last
1: year. And now Ethan's taking our fucking money again.
0: Yeah, that's all, all right, right? right, dude.
1: I'll, Ethan, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna report you for theft at this point, dude. Okay? I'm No,
0: I'm I'm gonna put him in his place here. You've
1: been bad recently. That's not true. Well, you haven't been good. Well, I've won more than I've, you have. Well, I've been better than you have over the last couple of weeks. We'll have to look it up because I think you're wrong about that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Charlie, where's <laughs>
0: your ass? Bryce, what's giving you the red ass this week?
1: Charlie, what's giving me the red ass this week? I have a couple things here. First one, I've just been getting like seasonal headaches. I don't know if it's just hot, cold, hot, cold. I don't know what's going on with me. I got to figure out the headache thing. Just been getting a lot more recently. It's kind of annoying. They're not like migraines. They're just more like slight headaches. So it's just more of a pain in the ass. I don't know if I'm just getting old, or if it's actually something like every chapped
0: ass you have would suggest that yes, you're getting old. Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, The second one is, you know, the Thanksgiving weight gain. You know, I feel like I've just kind of walking around. I feel like I've put on a pound or two. You know, just from Thanksgiving, all the cookies and all the bullshit. And so it's it's hard to lose weight in the wintertime because it gets so dark so early. So I've been trying to be good about like getting my 10,000 steps in a day. But as of late, that's been a lot harder to do during the day. So I went on a walk today and I feel a lot better about that. But just overall, because it gets so dark, it's a little harder to like be as active throughout the day. You know what I mean? No.
0: You're looking dude, at me like you don't know what I mean. Dude,
1: you did you not gain any weight over Thanksgiving?
0: No. You don't? No.
1: Well it must be nice.
0: So you you're telling me you were a college athlete Not that long ago, right? Mm. You were a coach. You were a high school coach, which I was a college athlete
1: almost ten years ago.
0: Oh yeah, fuck
1: it's been almost 10 years since we graduated
0: from college. Uh, well, speak for yourself. Well, right. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Uh, but you've been coaching for all this time. And so you, I've been getting a ton of steps well, you, in well, and now 20, I'm not coaching. I right. I guess. Yeah. So I've been getting like 20,000 steps on a, walk. In a day. What well, you said? You went on a walk. I was like, dude, just go fucking run a mile or something. I don't like don't, running. Well, yeah, I'd rather walk. I'd, like, I'd rather either.
1: enjoy myself. You know what I mean? I took I took Luna on a walk. She enjoyed it. She was smiling the whole time. She enjoyed the whole thing.
0: Luna is his dog. Everyone, not yeah, not not his wife or anything. Yeah, didn't take his wife on a walk. Just sure. just the dog. Yep. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, it's so a little weight gain and a little seasonal
1: headaches. I've been getting a little bit of both. I got to figure that out.
0: Yeah, you're. You're in your 30s. It happens. Well,
1: you know, you're going to be older than me. Not too not too long.
0: Dude, I've been older than you my entire life, actually. Well, know, your entire but, life.
1: Yeah. But you're going to be older than me even more in not too long of time. <laughs> no, we,
0: we have kept the same distance in age always.
1: It, even more.
0: Okay. Well, I feel it, dude. Um, <clears throat> I do. Don't, don't get me wrong. My chapped ass. Dude is Nothing that I have control over And I can't be mad at anyone about it And so it's even More of a chapped ass yeah. But just a scheduling conflict With the 49ers-Eagles game <clears throat> It's at 4.30 On Sunday The fuquay Arena Christmas Parade Is at 4 o'clock And guess who would really probably Enjoy it at this point is Daisy? She would, and so we're gonna take her. And I'm, I'm not really like allowed in public, yeah. watching the Forty ers That's right. But I'm gonna be out in public, and I'm gonna be watching the Forty ers yeah, Don't you, get me you wrong. You better be streaming it on your phone. I'll, I'll be streaming it on my phone. Um, <clears throat> and I was really, really hoping that this, this. One of these games would get flexed Sunday or Monday night. Sunday night's the Chiefs, and they're not going to flex the Chiefs even if they're playing the CFL fucking yeah. <laughs> Winnipeg Jet or whatever, dude. You know, it's so funny because if they're playing the Montreal LLW. I was Red watching, student, ESPN, it doesn't matter.
1: I was watching ESPN, and all they could show me was Chiefs versus Raiders highlights. I'm like, there were so many better games, but literally, it was like
0: one, like two out of three, they would show me Chiefs Raiders highlights. I'm not like, to mention. Taylor Swift just ended a part of her tour and is in Kansas City right now, so who knows? She'll probably be at the game, so there's no chance of flexing that. They want to flex it before Taylor Swift, though. Um, and then Monday night <clears> – <throat> who the hell's playing Monday night? Did we decide? Oh, Jacksonville. Bengals, Jags. <clears throat> Jags are relevant, so they're not going to flex it. And I, I even looked up the rules because – or, like, why they flex games – and it's not to get the best game in primetime, it's to get the worst games or the, the games that don't mean anything, that carry no weight out of primetime. Yeah. So, it matters enough that it's not flexed. So, I'm going to be waving to Santa and screaming at my phone, I guess. That's right. Um... Man, dude, it, I just can't. I'm trying to find ways to make it, but the, I mean, there's just no I mean, I, I don't know what to do. And yeah. frankly, I'm gonna be there, not engaged. Yeah. And I'm gonna feel really bad about it because I, I want to see Daisy like, yeah, be excited about the parade and stuff. My, the only way this would work out is if Daisy gets there. She starts too saying cold? things. You know, it's, it's supposed to cold. rain this weekend. It's too could be too cold. You know, we're gonna bring Polly, obviously. And that's a little tiny baby. Yeah. You know? It's supposed to rain this weekend. Little tiny babies don't like the cold that much. That's right. Um. So we'll we'll have to see. I, but we're gonna go Thursday night to all the stuff they got going down, like the f- tree lighting. Maybe, you know, get some and Get some Christmas stuff in that way if we have to reel it back on Sunday. Sure. Because I don't know that I'm gonna be able to last very long out there. Yeah. Being so cold and all, you know. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, right. The cold. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my chap daz. And I Yeah. I, I'm like so amped up. Every time we started talking about Niners Eagles, like or mentioned that game, I start getting like antsy and Oh, All... yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 uh, i'm gonna be very tempted game, to dude. text
1: you throughout the game i know you won't respond but i know you may or may not look at my text messages i won't um but it at least be a chronicle of the game itself but what if I, i'm watching the game dude on your phone so you'll at least see my text messages
0: and i'm gonna bring a bluetooth
1: headphone. you should, that would be very smart i would definitely recommend i'm that. gonna do that yeah you should definitely do that
0: um You'll at least see my text messages. I'm not asking for a response, but you'll at least see them. This is I when this schedule came out. This is the game I had marked on my calendar. Yeah, I don't you know. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um,
1: I think the Niners
0: were the same. And I way. was shocked then that it wasn't in prime time. This game means more to the Niners than it does to the Eagles. True. Right now, it does. Absolutely, it does. And then the Eagles turn around and go play Dallas, and Dallas. And that game means more to the Eagles than it does this game. You know, one thing that that. I, I'll i just add this, and then we can wrap it up. But <clears throat> I wonder if part of the three-point spread for the Niners is the fact that we're on a mini-buy. The Eagles are not.
1: I wonder if they take those things into account. That'd be a good question.
0: I'm sure they do. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they take the fact that if they know Taylor Swift is out the game, I bet that point spread changes. It could. So, hmm. All right, Charlie. All right. Um, Please like, rate, subscribe. We're going to send out the DraftKings to everyone. Um, If you're not on it and want to be on it, let us know, and we will add you to it, make an account. Um, Everyone, good luck in fantasy this week. This is crunch time. Yes, it is. If you're in a six-team playoff, you've only got two more weeks. But two weeks is all it takes to get from 10th to 6th real quick. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. This has been the
1: Unsolicited Advice Podcast. Don't forget to please like, rate, and subscribe. And check us out on Instagram at un.solicitedadvice underscore. Until next time, bet the over.